Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad. Now, as always, it's brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Trusted by 630 Ched. Visit their new e-commerce site and order supplies, printers, and more. Digitex.ca. Brendan Ulrich in the studio with uh, Mark Spector here. Stoffer Inspector every Thursday on Oilers Now for Horse Racing Alberta. HRA celebrate the biggest day in Western Canadian racing. The 89th running of the Canadian Derby Saturday, August 25th at Northlands Park. And Jeff has uh, hooked us up with four tickets here to uh, the big race this Saturday, Mark. Mm-hmm. So we're going to give these away right now. And these are the infield tickets. These are a uh, hot commodity. Absolutely. So get your uh, win the tickets, then go straight to your local, what do they call, haberdashery. <laughs> Find yourself an awesome hat. Yes. <laughs> Does anyone run a haberdashery anymore? There used to be a place on White <laughs> Ave called John's Hats. Really? Yeah, this old fella named John ran the store, and uh, he had a hat store. Uh, there are hat stores in town. I'm not sure they call them haberdasheries anymore, do they? I don't know. That's a cool name, though. So It's like a long way to say hat. I will need to pick my hat up this weekend as well. I haven't uh, gotten around to that, but Come at on, some man. point I will. Or, yeah, I don't know. I'll find one. Don't worry. All right, you got to have the chapeau happening. Well, Mike Riley's out of town. I could have borrowed one from him. That's unfortunate. Yeah, no, 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 no. You don't lend your hats out, right? <laughs> okay. I'm not lending you my hat, so don't even ask. <laughs> yeah, so you're a hat guy. You take good pride in your hat. Yeah, so. you don't give your hat to somebody else. Like, come on. <laughs> really? It's like, some, you- it's like some guy I used to live with a guy, and he only played hockey once a year. He'd say, hey, man, can I wear your gear? Oh, geez, no. And I would say, you can't wear my gear. No. Well, I don't want to buy a whole set of gear for one game. I said, well, then here's your solution. Don't play the one game. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> you can't be any good if you're playing one game anyhow. Wear my stuff. Are you kidding me? That's grim. <laughs> that's funny. I'm going to hot yoga for the first time tonight, and I actually had to ask someone oh. to borrow their yoga mat. Yeah, so uh, that's a little, you know, iffy. Like, do you, does someone want you to bore in their yoga mat? Are you going to sweat all over it? But I did end up finding one from someone so there in the office here, so I really appreciate it. Hot that. yoga. Yes. Wow, look at you. <laughs> Should be a lot of fun. I've never done hot yoga and always sort of talked a good game about wanting to try it. I guess a guy right. should try it. Yeah, yeah oh, I'll bet you it's awesome. Sid uh, Smith's a big fan of it, I believe. Yeah, yoga makes your body feel great. Makes, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, the most awesome thing out there. I'm really looking forward to that. I'll feel like a million bucks coming to work tomorrow, so that'll be great. I just got to work on looking like a million bucks, Brandon. <laughs> Thanks. Appreciate that, <laughs> I'm trying, man. I'm trying. All <laughs> right. What's your question? Yeah, we should probably get to this. We are way off topic here. Uh, there were a few people, few people calling in, but how this works is don't call in until I actually read the question. <laughs> so that's how we're going to operate. And the lines are clear right now, so I know Patrick uh, was sort of uh, canceling out a few. But... There is a, a player on the Oilers that uh, 
is uh, involved with thoroughbred racing. He owns three horses, or he has at least in the past. I know that. He's a big fan of the sports. And uh, he plays for the Edmonton Oilers. And uh, you can call us right now if you know the answer to that question at 780-496-0063. It's pretty easy. Bob's talked about it a lot with this player, and he's been on the show numerous times talking about that with Bob, so give us a call and let us know who that player is, and you'll win four tickets to the Canadian Derby this weekend. You'll have to pick these up, though, at the office before 5 o'clock. We'll make it 4 o'clock tomorrow to make uh, it easier for our reception team here, but be here by 4 to pick these up tomorrow uh, because the race is on Saturday, and we are closed on Saturday. So there you go. All right, Mark. And if you want to know how you should dress uh, when you go to the races on Saturday, the Canadian Derby, I'm retweeting at this moment an Edmonton Eskimos tweet. Uh, It's a great picture of uh, Hamilton Spectator reporter Steve Milton uh, interviewing Mike Riley, (laughs) like from, oh, 23, uh, from yesterday, I would say. And Mike is uh, festooned in a lovely vest and tie combination with a great-looking hat. He's a, like a, he's a close horse, this guy, right? He's not just the best quarterback in the mm-hmm. league. He may be the best dress player in the league, too. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah, for Very sure. stylish. So Yeah. Sharp-looking ladies wearing there. So find it on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> we will talk about the Eskimos a bit uh, with you, Mark, in a second. And we'll talk to Dave about it at 135 in this new uh, celebration uh, thing. Uh, touchdown celebration uh, yeah. rule. Or I guess, you know, they are easing up on the rule a little bit. We'll talk to Mark about that. But... I want to hit on the Calgary Flames here because the hockey news is really high on the Calgary Flames. And I, you know, I do think the Flames have a chance to win the Pacific. I think they'll make the playoffs. The Pacific is sort of wide open. We don't know who's going to emerge. But they also have the Flames going to the conference final, losing to the Winnipeg Jets. So how high are you on the Calgary Flames? And did you like what they did this offseason? Oh, for sure. Uh, How can you not? Right? They, They didn't sit around. They moved out their coaching staff. They uh, traded a player in, in uh, Dougie Hamilton whose stats are always awesome. And when I watch him play, I frankly quite like his game, but there's always been a reason. He's been on the block there quietly for a long time. They scratched that itch, if you can put it that way. They've been trying to move him, and they moved him. Uh, no Hannafin, let's see him play out west here. Uh, the defense isn't a problem there, right? Calgary's got a very good defense. I like all the things they've done. Uh, they have done. Um, you know, they've, they've, what I really like is the spirit that we're not going to sit around on a bad hand. If this hand isn't working, we're going to fold a bunch of it up and we're going to bring in, you know, some new players and new coaches and we're going to take a fresh run at this thing. So I, I applaud Calgary for not sitting around and just waiting for it to happen organically. Uh, the orders are a different story for me because I think there's a lot better team in this dressing room than played last year. I think for them to say that we can improve organically is correct. I think they will improve with many of the same players. But I don't think Calgary was there. Calgary had to make some moves, and they did. And, uh, you know, now, so you say the hockey news picked them to win the Pacific yep. and get to the conference final. Yep. What did they pick the orders to do last year? They were in the cup, or they'd have them winning the cup? One of the two. Yeah, I can't remember. So just, they did have them in the cup. And I'm not saying that a lot of guys didn't pick them there and, and that I did not pick the orders to do very well, too. I did. But picks in August, that's what they're worth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't care if it's Brendan Ulrich or Mark Spector or the hockey news making them. You make picks in August, sometimes you're right and sometimes you're nowhere close to being right. <laughs> 
Well, you need to pick someone in that Pacific Division, so that's who they well, that's are going fair. with, that's and that's fair. fair. Yeah, and I like that. Yeah. Frankly, when's the last time anybody in any publication picked the Calgary Flames to win the Pacific? How yeah. long ago? Yeah, Never when it was called the Pacific, I'll tell you that. That's for sure, yes. <laughs> so there you have it. And, um, I mean, they don't need to get through those powerhouse teams in the Central to get to the conference finals. So that's the interesting thing. Like, it will likely be Nashville, Winnipeg, Duke, you know, again to and get to the conference finals. Or St. Louis, even Dallas is in them. Like, there's a, there are a lot of good teams in that division. So Calgary, if they can win the Pacific, they'll have to knock out a wildcard team and then get through L.A. or San Jose or whoever's left. Oh, maybe Edmonton. Who knows? Maybe Edmonton, right? yeah. Well, that'd hey, be outstanding. Could you imagine Edmonton-Calgary and then whoever wins that goes to play Winnipeg in the <laughs> conference you? final? That'd be It'd be like the old fight division. Yes. That would be like the perfect scenario. Sure. I would love every second of that. And, of course, we'd hope Edmonton beats Calgary in the Battle of Alberta and then goes on to beat Winnipeg too. But uh, that would be a lot of fun. Well, it's always been incumbent on, on the teams to rekindle the Battle of Alberta. It's not, you know, the fans are there. They want it, right? Flames fan loves his Flames in 2018 every bit as much as he did in 1986. And exactly the same thing for Oilers fan. It's up to the teams to put themselves in a position where they're both in the playoffs and they're in a position to maybe play each other and they're both in the playoffs every year. Winnipeg uh, appears to be that team now. I can't see them missing the playoffs for some time, but, uh, you know, we'll see. Uh, but having said that, you're right. The, uh, to me, the, the the Pacific isn't nearly as strong as the Central. The Central's a very, very tough division. Dallas has improved. St. Louis is like Calgary. They made a whole bunch of changes, brought in a whole new look. Um, you know, Colorado had an outstanding year last year. Yeah, know, Colorado's they, they team going on the come. Yes, absolutely. They had it the went, youngest roster in the NHL last year. Right. I like what Colorado's doing. Um, Nashville's Nashville, right? They're an absolute powerhouse every year. That's not going to change. And Winnipeg showed us last year how good they are. So And Minnesota's always in the playoffs. I don't know Minnesota's how... Minnesota's always hanging around, yeah, you know? They make it every year. Somehow, don't they? Somehow. And lose in the first round. Yeah, I'm not crazy about Minnesota, but you're right, Brendan. They hang around every year. Yeah. They do for sure. It was just weird because uh, I think we had the guy from the sports forecaster on last week, and they had Minnesota last in the division. I was like... That just looks weird to me. They're always in the playoffs. So they, they are. But somehow, they never get anything done. Yeah. But know. it is hard to all of a sudden have them at the bottom. And then there's Chicago, too. There are the Blackhawks. Um, you know, I don't let's know what see. to think about them. I don't know what to think about the Blackhawks. They're in that strange place between having a spot in our, in our sort of hockey mind that you just look at the logo and you think, oh, Blackhawks, they're good, right? They got Taves. They got Kane. They got Keith. And, you know, they got, well, they don't have Panarin anymore. Uh, they got all the, you know, Crawfords in goal. But then you look at what happened to them last year and you go, hmm. You know what? That team's not as good as, as I remember them being, right? All of a sudden, I mean, Seabrook is not the Seabrook no. of old. The question for me is Jonathan Taves, who's one of my, so if I was a hockey fan out there, I'd, I'd be walking the streets with a 19 red Blackhawks jersey. It's one of the best looking jerseys in hockey, man. But hey, Jonathan Taves has to show that he's got something left in him more than he had last year. He's like, he's sort of in that Milan Lucic spot in terms of show me that it's not eroding, right? Because Jonathan Taves' game didn't look great and it Mm -hmm. hasn't looked great and he needs to bounce back. They do have some young wingers. Uh, Dabrinkat was great last year as a rookie. For sure. By the way, you mentioned jerseys. Did you see those uh, Devils new or oh, third so unis? Sweet. I love those. Yeah, they're great looking jerseys. Well, that's cool. I never really liked the darks of the green, red, and white 
of Jersey. I just never thought they looked so great. They're too colorful, like too much green. Looks like a Christmas tree. <laughs> but the whites are sharp. Yeah, I the love them. The whites are sharp. And they're only wearing them four times, so... Uh, don't worry. They'll start change. selling like crazy. Yeah. That'll turn into eight, and then it'll turn into uh, 41. Yeah. Didn't they say the same thing about the Oilers orange when it came out? Oh, we're just going to wear it once in a while. <laughs> yeah, I know what happened. Do you, by the way, are the Oilers, have you heard anything on the Oilers? Are they introducing a third uniform? I know there were some rumblings earlier in the offseason. You see these things leak, yeah. right? This is one of the NHL slash Adidas initiatives that never quite makes it to the air date. We always seem to get a look at them somehow, and I have not seen anything on the orders, no. Yeah, so, so either A, they've got some airtight security going on, or B, it's not happening, but wait and see. Yeah, absolutely. Before we take a break, let's hit on Vancouver here quickly, Mark. Yeah. Because there was this rumor yesterday, and uh, Elliot Friedman is our regular Friday contributor during the season, and he knows... Uh, the ins and outs of uh, the hockey world, and he said that uh, it looks like uh, Eric Carlson trade talks are picking up and maybe he'll head out west, and he also mentioned Vancouver maybe trying to take a run here at Eric Carlson, but then there were some rumblings after that saying that's not true. I think John Shannon said it's not true, Vancouver not in the mix all of a sudden, so... I don't know. This is interesting. I know Elliot likely heard it from somewhere and likely a trusted, reliable source. And then all of a sudden it's been denied. So what do you think is going on with the Canucks here? Well, don't make me choose between my sports net. <laughs> no kidding. These are your Shannon partners. and so. Elliot. Uh, I'll say this, that Elliot <laughs> Friedman's always right. Like, I, I yeah. he's impeccable, right? Elliot Friedman is impeccable. Uh, and John Shannon knows what he's talking about, too. So maybe they talk to two different guys. Here's what I'm going to say. Uh, uh, it's no secret that the Ottawa Senators, in any deal for Eric Carlson, are looking for youth and, and a mechanism for which to do their own rebuild, right? They're losing their best player. He is, what is he, 28 years old? Yeah, he's 28. 28. Um, you know, they're clearly, it's a rebuild coming down the pipe in, in Ottawa, and they need to turn Eric Carlson into young, young, good players, prospects, and maybe even some picks. I don't, there's a lot of teams out there who, who would make that switch who, who would, are trying to win right now, and they'd say, give me Carlson, you can have my best two prospects and a first-round pick. Uh, I don't think Vancouver's in that position. I don't think Vancouver, for what they've gone through there for the last three or four years, and Oilers fan can attest to this, uh, there's no way that, you sh- that the Vancouver Canucks should be trading away, you know, Quinn Hughes and, and Elias Pedersen, right? Or anyone like you know any of these young good players, Brock Besser. I mean, are you kidding? Those are three hot, good-looking yeah. players right there. Don't don't mess it up by bringing in a trading them out and bringing in a 28-year-old player. They got a good thing going in Vancouver. I like what's happening there. Stay out of the to me. Keep the cooks out of the kitchen, man. Yeah. That thing should just germinate. I think they're doing it right. I like the job Jim Benning's doing. They're drafting and developing and. Yeah, don't mess it up by trading a bunch of kids away for Eric Carlson, even though he's a hell of a player, there's no doubt. Yeah, I like their drafting of late as well, with the exception of Joey Levy, who seems like a bit of a wild card here. But other than that, they've hit on what looks like some really good prospects, despite not having a top two or three pick. Yeah. Like they're picking these guys. Pedersen was fifth, I believe, or sixth. Yeah, they're they're in the you know, from five to ten, four to ten they've been picking yeah. and doing a great job. You know, so. I just I do a lot of not a lot, I do Vancouver radio every week or two and uh, I just can't get how people in Vancouver keep looking at Jim Benning and saying oh what a we need a better GM he's not getting the job done like what's what was the mandate in Vancouver well they were in the mix for a lot of last season too and Travis Green was doing a really good job and all these guys started to get hurt 
Right. Like and they got no hurt. depth. Yeah. Because, and they oh. fell off. But no, like all the Jim Benning was left with empty cupboards by the Mike Gillis regime. He just lost his two oldest leaders in the Sedin twins. Mm-hmm. All he's done is bring in high quality young player after high quality young player. We just named them all off. I just get out of Jim Benning's way, man. Yeah, Hughes <laughs> looks like work. a great pick too. So, I'm sorry. Hughes looks like a really good pick as well. Like they just landed a stud defenseman, likely. So, are you kidding? I just had a chance to see him in Kamloops. Yeah, and he was absolutely just a. You can win the Hobie Baker this year, and a Hobie Baker defenseman. You know, guys who are Hobie Baker defensemen are defensemen are have names like Phil Housley. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so that's not bad. 122 in Edmonton. We need to jet out for a quick break here. Uh, before that, though, Patrick, do you have our winner of uh, our four tickets to the Canadian Derby? Bobby. Bobby. Bobby was our winner. Yeah, he knew That's who not was. Bob Stoffer. No. He's <laughs> yeah, not Bob trying Stoffer to win more tickets. Me. He wants more tickets to the event. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby is our winner, and uh, he has won four tickets to the Canadian Derby this Saturday. So pick those up, Bobby, uh, before 4 o'clock tomorrow. We'll have a reception for you. Uh, thanks to Horse Racing Alberta for providing us with these uh, tickets. All right. 123 in Edmonton. We will take our final time out with Mark. He'll come back, and we'll talk a little bit more about this Joe Murphy story, uh, maybe some Eskimos as well if we have time. But first, a quick timeout. One twenty-six in Edmonton, back here on Oilers Now. Brennan Ulrich, Mark Spector with you in studio for Horse Racing Alberta. Quickly, Spec, uh, we only have two minutes or so here and there were two big stories I wanted to hit on yes but we don't have time to you know really hit on either of them so we'll just mention them quickly <laughs> uh, this Joe Murphy story though a former oiler who's now homeless this is a sad story and I don't know you actually watched the documentary mm. I have yet to watch it I plan on doing it at some point today but maybe fill us in on a story by Rick Weistead here yeah really uh, uh, I mean a sad piece this is a rumor that has been around the hockey world uh, for some time that Joe Murphy was living uh, homeless uh, in the Kenora area. Uh, I heard that first, you know, some time ago. Um, and a lot of people have been hunting it down, and the request did a fabulous, fabulous job. If you're an order fan, you should watch the piece. I remember him here. I, I just broke in at the Journal as a hockey guy in that 1990 Cup. I remember that kid line with with uh, Graves and Jelena and Murphy, and they really rejuvenated that team for the 90 Cup. Uh, and it's just, frankly, just watching it, I, I am not a doctor, but there appears to be just mental illness. You know, poor Joe is is uh, just a struggling cat, you know. And any of us who've had uh, mental illness in our families or, or know someone with a mental illness, and it, it's, it's not always uh, X, you know, two and two don't always equal four here. Try, you try to help, you do your best. I know the hockey world now is really converging around Joe Murphy with a chance to help. I hope the PA gets involved and, and I think everyone's given as much help as they can and let's hope he's in a position to accept it. Absolutely, right? yeah. We wish him the best. Uh, so it is a sad story. You know mm-hmm. what else is uh, sad on a completely other note here, Mark? Yes. This might be the last time we ever do a show together, so I appreciate wow. uh, getting the opportunity to talk with uh, Mark Spector on this show. It's been a lot of fun over the last two years or so. You think you'll be doing this uh, with Bob still, but uh, I, this is the last yes. chance I have to talk with you. So I really appreciated my time being in studio with you. It's been uh, a lot of fun. Yeah, me too. Uh, and and uh, get out there in uh, the new uh, career you've chosen here to, uh, you know, sell in here for Chad and uh, give him hell, you know. You got you got the right personality for it. You worked hard at this. You proved yourself. Uh, the step in the right direction is, is absolutely deserved. And uh, go get him, man. 
Thanks, Mark. I hope to see you around the rink a little bit. Oh, and, we'll still uh, see each I'll bug you whenever you're in studio with Bob uh, throughout the season. I'm Absolutely. just downstairs. So. Uh, Thanks yeah. for having me. We'll have to go for a beer sometime, and uh, that'll be a lot no, of fun. No, my body's be... a temple. Okay, yeah, sure. Okay. Maybe a Mine too. That's kale to yoga shake. Tonight. How about a kale? Yoga. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll go to yoga. We'll go for some kale. Yeah, that sounds good. Let's do that. That sounds really okay, fun, doesn't it? there we it? go. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> you can go for beer with anyone. So, yeah, that sounds better. That's when you know you're, you're real friends when you go to yoga together. <laughs> And drink kale shakes. <laughs> oh boy, one twenty-nine in Edmonton. We're late for uh, the one thirty news. When we come back, we'll be joined uh, by Dave Campbell to set up the Eskimos who are on the road tonight in Hamilton. Oilers now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio six thirty. Chad.